1: Good evening, America. Today is August the 31st, 2014. This is a program that if you are tuned in, you are definitely meant to be here. During the course of this program, if there is someone that comes on your heart, someone that you love, may even barely like, or can't stand to barely tolerate, I would still suggest that you put you aside and call them because one thing is sure. All of our blessings are connected to other people. There's never a time in life, especially when God is involved, that something is done that blesses just that person. If you believe that, I don't know when the heck you have been worshiping, but I do know this. You got it twisted, bro. That is not how this thing's work. That is not how this thing works. Everything that we have been gearing toward over the last maybe five to eight weeks, for some of you, you're going to say for the last five to eight years, for others it's going to be the last quarter, the last three months. However that thing, however that shoe fits you, today you get to take it off. That shoe has been uncomfortable. You have gone through holy hell on a a sled with one broke rail on it. You've probably been backstabbed, lied on, lied to, lied to, or sometimes we think that people have done all these things to us when, in fact, you're mad at the wrong person. If you want to blame somebody, blame God because he was taking you through this season in order to prepare you to keep, not just get your blessing, but to keep it. More than often, we receive things, and we receive them over and over and over and over again, only to find ourselves in this place where what we have been given, we end up losing it. Sometimes that's a personal relationship. Other times, it's a little lump sum of money. It could be the love of your life. As a matter of fact, you could be, and yes, I'm talking to you, you could have just lost Your husband, your wife, a child could have lost a job, and this isn't funny. You could have even lost your pet. Bottom line, I want you to know that if God allowed something you loved or someone that you loved to leave you at this time in your life, it is only because you do not need that person present as a crutch anymore. Now, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. So before you guys are going to say, what do you mean by that? I love Jimmy or I love my wife. Okay, I'm not saying you did not love your wife. I'm not saying that you did not have uh, five years and people like me nine years with a beautiful child that died or or a child that lived one day like my granddaughter and, and she passed away. I mean, these things that you have been through, the getting fired, the losing your spouse to some ratchet chick or some sorry man. All of this stuff that has made you grit and grind your teeth is working for your good. Some of you, in my case particularly, you have been just busting your butt to build your brand, and all of a sudden you look up and people are accusing you of being everything from Satan to God knows what else to, you know, or it could just be that you just screwed up For no good reason, you had a wonderful thing, and now you blew it and you lost it. I am here to tell you, all of that comes to an end today. This is your confirmation. If you're listening to my voice right now, that is all the evidence that you need to know that God has been listening to your prayers. No, it is not a coincidence that I'm telling you that. No, it is not happenstance there. God really does exist. Um, I don't care if you're a Jewish or you're a um, Christian or you're Islamic, we are all worshiping the same Heavenly Father, and the same Creator, and the same Holy Spirit abides through in and about and around all of us. Not one person has the right to God more than another. As a matter of fact, if some idiot has told you that uh, if you don't believe what they believe, that you're going to hell Pray for them because they are truly special. See, Sue, I did not use that word. Anyway, here's where I want to go with this conversation today. The first thing this week, we're going to get your pen and paper. Go get it now. Just go ahead. You need to write a lot of this stuff down um, because this is the week. If you're listening to this show right now, it is not an accident You are the person that's supposed to hear what is going to be talked about today. Not only am I going to give you some discussion, God has given me a word not only for you but for me too, so I'm probably going to play this like Bishop Jake said one day. I'm going to buy this tape myself, but you don't have to buy this. My program is free, and we are not influenced by people. Thank God. Aren't you happy that I turned down lots of money in order to make keep this thing pure for you, some of you are going no because you still owe me money. Well, I'm going. To, everybody owes somebody, bro, and I owe you. But at the end of the day, I fear God and not you. So I'm going to do what He told me to do, and that's to make this program available for the millions of people that tune into it every week. Now, here's something I want you to hear. Once once upon a time, Gandhi, you know, the little brother wearing a sheet with the glasses, little skinny, frail Indian guy, him, once said, prayer is not asking. It is a longing of the soul. I am going to tell you something even deeper. Prayer is a form of devotion, but real, authentic prayer. And I'm not talking about you where you, many of you have converted God into Santa Claus or to the genie from the... uh, From the movie of the book, The Secret, that is not who God is. As a matter of fact, God does not look like a person. So if you think that God is sitting up, uh, eating a piece of peach cobbler with some uh, ice cream on it, that does sound good, doesn't it? But that is not who God is. God is an omniscient, omnipotent being. And the thing that I want you to understand, to get you into the place of manifestation this week, you will need to pray It's that simple Matter of fact The first part of prayer Before I even get into that Is, is gratitude You know there was this, this phrase that said Pray unceasingly Anybody in their right mind Knows that you can't do that Unless you're probably on death row You can't just walk around praying P-R-A-Y but you can not pray P-R-E-Y Unceasingly you're going, Doc, what in the devil are you talking about? Just stay with me. Go get you some, some Kool-Aid. Don't put too much sugar in it. If it's red, don't even drink it, get water. But here's where I want you to take that. Understand that real prayer is you tuning in to God, not God tuning in to you. I'm going to repeat that for some of you religious nuts out there. And I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about Brother Cantaloupe, Sister Watermelon, them. Okay, maybe I I could be talking about some of you, but I'm not talking about you. Real prayer starts with gratitude. And that gratitude is expressed by taking the time to just be thankful. You know, this week I'm going to tell my business, and I'm going to say this. I've got a uh, situation. This really talented guy did my social media stuff just just as talented as he could ever want to be. And he and I have been growing up a lot together at each other's expense, too. But we've done a lot of growing, you know. And there's some things that I've done wrong, some things he's done wrong. But at the end of the day, we're both growing and learning from our mistakes. And I was, um, you know, I I had the the pleasure of getting uh, out of town uh, Spend time with some loved ones uh, this week. I, I didn't even plan to do this; just get on the spur of the moment. While I was driving, the Holy Spirit told me, D- "Don't for the next hundred miles, I want your undivided attention." So I'm going, "Okay, here we go with the twilight zone music." So I cut off everything. I even turned off my cell phone, so you know it was serious. And God started showing me my relationship with him over the last several years and especially the last few months. What came to mind, and and I hope that you are paying attention to this because God's telling me to tell you when this broadcast is off, I want you to tune in to the Dr. Wendy show. I'm going to be her guest tonight at 9 o'clock talking about love, relationships, and taboo, but uh, back to what I'm telling you. Dr. Wendy is also on Blog Talk Radio. It's the Dr. Wendy Johnson show. I think it's just Dr. Wendy, but uh, check her out. But anyway, so here's the thing. I'm driving in the car, and I listen to the Holy Spirit talk to me. And God started bringing me back into remembrance of all of these roller coaster rides I've had in the last year. A few years since my mother passed. And every time I thought I had nowhere to turn, God opened a door. And sometimes that door was not from people that I would expect to be on the other side of it. He opened a door for me. You know, I have a few dear friends out there that have, some of them have been a blessing to me by referring clients some of it been a blessing by just saying, you know what, the Lord told me to help you with something. And, and sometimes that help wasn't anything but encouragement, which that's worth more than money sometimes. Other times it was definitely money. I had uh, someone just bless me and say, look, I'm going to go ahead and send you something. That, you know, that what do you need? And I'm like, I, I'm serious. It just made me break down in tears, you dig? And, and when you stop and think, God, I mean, that was just the beginning. He started showing me, have I ever given you the option to do something that I did not give you the provision for right when you needed that provision? So for somebody right now, that's you. You're sitting there going, I don't know how I'm going to pay my, you know, for some of us, we're talking about paying business debts. But many many of you right now are wondering, how in the hell am I going to pay my rent this month? How am I going to pay my house note? You know, how am I going to feed these children? I don't even have gas or lunch money. But I I want you to know this. If God gave you the vision, dear one, he's going to give you the provision. So don't fret and don't worry. And if you need proof, you're listening to your proof. I'm telling you, I am your proof. The other thing that God does is that he showed me how he's protected me over the years, and I know y'all won't believe this, but I was a damn fool at one point in my life, and when I say fool, I'm talking about temperament. I had the kind of temper that I would slap a bear in the mouth and make the hair on his neck stand up. I I had a bad, really bad, mean temper. I was not a person that you wanted to cross, and and if you did, I would get you. I don't care if you were in San Francisco, New York, or and Chicago, I would reach out and touch your butt for real, you get, you dig, but God spared me. He spared me the consequences of being that kind of person. As a matter of fact, while saying that, this week, this very week, this weekend even, you know, I had, I had a real disagreement with my social media guy about some stuff, and I was pissed. I mean, I was literally pissed at him. And God said, yeah, but let me show you what he's done for you in kindness. Let me show you what he's done that was right, because you're focusing on what he did that was wrong, but are you looking at what he did that was right? And to be honest with you, hell no. (laughs) I was not looking at any of that, but at at the end, by by Saturday, I was writing, dude, a letter. I wrote him a letter last night. You know, dear Mark, I'm sorry. You know, I really, I'm, I'm not talking out and I'm not retreating, but I am sorry for the way that I handled something. And some of you right now, your blessings are being held up because your stubborn, mean self can't forgive folks. I'm, I'm going to be the first to tell you, no matter how much you think somebody's wronged you, Stop and think about how you have wronged them because you're not going to be able to get what's coming to you this week. There's this thing in the Word that says there will be no gift without repentance. And before you come to me with all of these offerings and tithes and for some of you crazy folks running around the church like, by the way, where in the dickens did y'all take off running in church from? Stop smoking weed and tooting powder and going to church and smoking crack. Don't go to church high. Not a good look. Not a good look. You do not have to do all that for God to hear you. So don't, next time someone in your church takes off running, just get them a bottle of water and say, sit your behind down. All right? Anyway. But the truth is, I, I really have learned in this conversation I had with God yesterday just to be still, to be quiet. You know, I, I, I've I had especially one real dear friend of mine down in Florida that uh, has been just such a support to me that, um, you know, it bought, it, it really, I'm a grown man and I'm heterosexual, but it did bring tears to my eyes. You know, when I thought about the kindness, how the Lord has used this particular individual to be such a blessing to my life, just an angel in disguise and you know, even when, and looking at Florida, I mean, looking at Atlanta and getting my operations there, I am so blessed to have uh, Pam Panaka as a publicist. I mean, this woman is phenomenal uh, to have a best friend like Tony Terry. I love this dude. He's, he's such a dear friend to me, and his wife, Ronnie. But, you know, that I look at this, and God has shown me how he has just surrounded me. And, and people, I'm here to tell you, while, while we're on God in my conversation, because I think when you have one with, with God tonight, if you would just cut the phone off for an hour, you know, it, it, it's going to do something for you. Because here's what it did for me. I'm a firm believer. I, you know, I have a master's degree in metaphysics, and I'm an expert and becoming more of an expert daily on metaphysical manifestation. You cannot manifest anything without belief. And belief is nothing but a reoccurring thought that you have accepted as your truth. I'm going to repeat that again. You cannot manifest anything without belief. And belief is a reoccurring thought that you have accepted as your truth, okay? So while I'm driving down the car, driving down the freeway in my car, God tells me something else. He's like, well, I protected you. I provided for you. Did you know I love you? And I'm just going to tell the truth. People say, well, you're a relationship expert. Why aren't you in a relationship? And I get that question asked of me more than uh, zebra spot stripes on all those skin folks, right? I mean, I just get that question. And, and I feel on many days I feel so alone and lonely. And God was saying, but look at these people that I have put around you that they don't owe you anything, but they go out their way to stand up for you and help you. You know, if it wasn't for having the support of a dear someone that just popped out the blue and I wouldn't be in the beautiful office I have right now. I mean, I have a beautiful office and a beautiful building and, you know, and getting ready to open another office in Atlanta. And, and even under these conditions, I still owe money. I still owe bills. I still, you know, I, I don't, you know, I have it going on, but I'm just like you. I'm just like you. And I'm I guess God had to use somebody as imperfect as me because your behind is imperfect too. Now, getting to this prayer thing. It is very important this week that you use the highest form of prayer. And here's how you usher yourself into it. You don't need my Haley Jackson Singing, hey, ain't going to be no more trouble. Oh, you don't need all that. You don't need all that. You don't need a tambourine. Do not buy a bottle of oil off the TV. Who in the hell are these people that are buying and these preachers of L.A.? Y'all going to hell, especially Clarence. And no, I'm just going to get back off there. There's some more. Who put that show on TV? The preach, They need to have that called the preachers slash pimps of L.A. But anyway, so start doing your meditation. And that is the highest form of prayer. Just be quiet, because you can't hear and talk at the same time. If you're like many of us, including me, because I'm just like you, there's so many times that I have been on, um, been God and God and I need and God, if you'd only do, Being God and God and you know I got a laundry list. I have not turn God into my valet, and on and at this date on this time. And God is looking at me like, this Negro here, well, I don't know if he called me that. But, you know, he, I know he's looking at me going, what is wrong with him? I got this. So the first thing I want you to do is be thankful. Have that talk with God because he's going to put you in remembrance of all of these times that he's never failed you. And I guess I'm emphasizing that now because he's not going to fail you today either. He's, you're going to be okay. This week, for a lot of you, you're going to court. Some of you are being threatened to be sued. I got a letter from someone threatening, you know. And I was like, look, calm down. I'm dealing with my stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I've been, you know, you get you, your false accusers, you know, these people that are lying on you and saying that you did this and you said that. Forgive them. They will be your witnesses later. And, uh, and I'm going to tell you something. If right now you will be still and not last shouted, at folks like I did last week, because I, 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 what I could have said even to my guy and, and my, you know, my, my social media, I could have just said, dude, yeah, let's, let's, we're we both wrong, and we didn't communicate well, but that's not how I handle it, and, you know, and that was so wrong of me. So for a lot of you, say you're sorry, even if you're right, or if, you, if you're right and you're wrong, which is most situations, you are both right and you're both wrong. Just just remember, you're dealing with a human being that's got some stuff going on just like you. You don't know who they're worried about. You don't know what bills are pressing. Because a lot of you folks running around in these Lexuses and BMWs, like my mother would say, you ain't got to pop the in and a window to throw it out of. So, you know, a lot of these folks that you think have it going on, they just like people on Love and Hip Hop. they renting that big house and they renting that car and they're just one one step away from not from losing both of them. And if that's you who's trying to put on the Ritz, you know, reel, reel it in a little bit and be nice to people. Don't stop taking your frustration and stress out on folks that are innocent victims, you know. On this meditation thing, Just breathe in and sit for about an hour. Do it tonight, and if you can, try to do it every night. Just sit quietly and let God talk to you. And I'm going to tell you how to help make that happen in a more effective way. You can pray more effectively if you have a special time and place for doing so. You know, it could be early in the morning or just before going to bed. Those are the best times. It doesn't have to be even long. But I'm telling you, because where God is taking you this week, you need an hour every day with God starting tonight, okay, starting tonight. It also helps if you have a routine place. It could just be you somewhere. You get in your car and drive down to... Um, you know, down to the ocean or mountains or to a park. Now, don't go nowhere and get your butt robbed and blame that on me. Take your pistol with you, God. Don't mind you protecting yourself. You know, just tell them right before you pull your pistol out, in the name of Jesus, I'm going to send you to hell. Well, well, I'm sorry. I got that from my grandmother. Maybe you shouldn't say that, but, you know, make sure you're in a safe place. And then find a place that's Clean. If you're a hoarder, move some of them boxes and stuff off away from you. And if you want to, if you really want to do this, I know your sisters already know how to do this. Um, some flowers, candles, get your, your what represents angelic forces and beings to you, pictures of a mama, that late wife or husband or that child, and just go there. And then here's the deal. God is not only able to answer your prayer, he's also able to make your prayer to him stronger. Here's what I'm saying. Ask the spirit within you. You remember I said this to you guys over and over. There's you that you are, the manifestation, the legs, the booty, the hair, the weave, whatever. That There's you but there's the real you the you that existed before you were ever born into this body and the you that will exist long after that your body is being eaten up by ants or uh, turkeys or buzzards or whatever but the real you is that inner being the god within The the spirit of you, your soul, as some people refer to it, but they don't know what they're talking about because your soul is that place in between uh, infinity and the finite. But your spirit, your inner voice can intercede for you, too. Now, some of you, I didn't believe in talking in tongues. Isn't it funny? God gave me a gift I did not believe in, but I have it. If you pray in the spirit, don't do that around your kids and scare the hell out of them, but uh, go in your secret place, and don't be out there being all loud. God does not uh, have a bell tone hearing aid. You can just be, you know, kind of quiet and do all of this, and and just ask the spirit within you, as well as the Holy Spirit, and as well as the angels that are given chase over you, to help you in your prayer. But before you start talking, take about an hour. And just listen, and as your thoughts come and go, take a deep breath in, let a deep breath come out, and remember this. The power of your prayers will increase dramatically when you realize that God is doing it. You know, uh, for in the Christian tradition, and my Islamic and Hindu brothers and sisters, bear with me, but, I, you know, that was what I was raised in. So just adopt this to your own tradition. There's this thing Jesus said. He said, I of my own self can do nothing. It is the Father in me which does the work. Okay? I'm going to say that. there's In the Christian tradition and, and every other religious tradition, but what that's basically saying, I of my own self can do nothing. It is the Father in me that does the work. So the divine within you is part of God, and it's the part that God placed in you as his child. That's why when you hear that prayer and you say, our Father, well, the reason you can say our Father is because God is also inside of you. And it is a spiritual flame that burns within your heart. And you can increase it by size just by taking an hour of reverent, real prayer. The... The spiritual flame has three aspects to it, and it's the primary attributes of God himself, and that's love, that's wisdom, and that's power. I'm going to say it again. The three aspects of this flame is love wisdom and prayer and i'm gonna tell you that's what convicted me and had me write and mark that letter you know it's like how can you really expect god to intercede for you and then be a jerk or not own your i, I and i'm telling you people this because i know some of you are going but you don't know i caught her caught him in the bed and her drawers was laying on my church shoes i mean i get it i get it I understand, you know, that that blank went and stole my money. I get it, I get it. But let me tell you something. That blank and that hoe and whatever you want to call these folks, they're God's children too, so you might want to watch how you treat some people. And that's what convicted me this week, you know, it's like, you know what, I'm going off and I'm pissed. I have a legitimate reason to be upset. But this dude is God's child, and he's been good to me in some ways. So how am I going to not remember the goodness and focus on the bad? Because I've been good, and I don't want, you know what I'm saying? I've been good to some people. I don't want them to see my flaws. I would like for them, even if I did wrong, I'd like for them to stop and actually remember that, you know what, he ain't, okay. You know, Doc is crazy as hell, and he's he's very unique. But, uh, you know, the dude got a good heart. And I know that he's anointed. I mean, if you want that to be recognized by you, I guess what I'm telling you is you need to recognize that about somebody else. You know, in the 11th century Byzantine, of uh, saint called Simeon, you know, spoke about these flames. And he says, what words can describe this? I see a light which the world does not possess. And he, and here's the proof of this, because I want you to connect with the divine part of yourself. In the Christian tradition and then the Jewish tradition, it says on the first day God said it be light, let there be light, and then four days later He created the sun and the moon. So even in that in that uh, text, that first light is God's glory, and that glory is resident inside of you. You don't need uh, Sister Fruitcake hat and and Brother Pimp shirt with them gold. With the, uh, what's with these suits these people are wearing at church? Never mind and And these hats with these with fruit and vegetables on it i you know I, I I felt like I was nothing let me let me leave that alone. but anyway, the point I'm making is there's a divine flame inside of you. Don't let it go out. this is the time to turn up the volume. Next thing, center in your heart what God wants. You to see about you. We all use our consciousness in daily activities. You know, when we're at work watching TV, uh, call ourselves playing sports and doing whatever, most often our attention is focused outside of us, just if we'll be honest. But in prayer, this week I want you to turn your consciousness inward. By doing this, you will be shutting your consciousness to the outside world down Allowing your inner world to dominate you. Now, I'm going to give you some. I know some of you, especially those of you with that box of wine, right? I re, you know, it's so fun. I remember when me and God started really getting tight. I was still smoking weed, and I would I would be looking at T V and smoking a joint and praying and, and drinking ionic in it. I know that's weird, but you're doing the same thing. But anyway, I was, I, you know, I just got through doing whatever. And I would stop and have to get to these places because I I felt like if I had smoked a joint, I had a beer, I could actually be more spiritual, which is kind of true because you disinhibit yourself. Well, no, I didn't tell you to roll another joint. Here's what I'm saying. Oh, put that weed down. The point I'm making is if you would put these external things aside, shut down the outside. And focus on the inside. Now, here's, I want you to try this. Try it right now. Just stop. My producers are telling me to play the music. We're not playing any music tonight because I've got to do Dr. Wendy's show, and I want everyone to get this. Concentrate on your heart and imagine you're breathing through your heart. Just do that right now. Close your eyes. Okay, if you need to hold your purse because your crackhead brothers at your house, that's fine. Put your purse and hold on tight. But concentrate on your heart and imagine you're breathing through your heart. Then I want you to, br- to visualize a beam of light, pure light, above you. It's so bright that it's almost blinding. And see this light gently descending into the breath that is going in and out of your heart. So I'm going to repeat this. Concentrate on your heart and imagine that you're breathing through your heart. Come on, that's it. Deep breath. Now, keeping your eyes closed, visualize a pure beam of light shining right above your head. This beam is so brilliant and blinding that it's just pure. And see that beam of light gently descending into your heart. And as it goes in through your heart as you're breathing in and out, see yourself becoming this being filled with this brilliant light. You may even visualize a flame. You may even see Christ himself, or you may see Muhammad, or Buddha. But all of those representations are manifestations to help mankind have a tangible view of God. Ascend and allow your angels to guide you. Let the spiritual, divine, holy beings, even the ones who walk the earth like you and me, like Christ, like Muhammad, like Buddha, see these beings and see yourself being balanced and fulfilled. Now, while you still got your eyes closed, there may be many things this week that you need. For some of you, it's just to feel better. Those of you that are taking your health for granted, you need to just stand up that right there to just bring tears to your eyes that you can get up and go back and forth without anyone's assistance. For others, you're needing more money. So just see that your, your God, your creator, owns everything. Some of you are needing a better job. Some of you are needing a car. We all need money and other possessions to live in this natural world, and God is more than happy to supply us with these things if we will, if it will bring us closer to him. So in your wanting of things, let the because be that you can be closer to him. Here's the good part. God knows what is the best possible gift for you. Yes, you at this moment. And there are many more things that he can and will give you. So now ask that your other gifts, because he knows your needs. So those are met in your hour of meditation tonight. You're going to come and reflect that, you know what, I'm okay. I may not have what I want, but I do have what I need. But the gifts of Spiritual compassion, the gifts of wisdom, the gift of healing, will make all of us a lot happier in ourselves. And when we have compassion and when we have wisdom and when we have healing, we're more at peace with other people, aren't we? So instead of asking that your prayer be answered as you want it, Adjust your prayer and ask that it be answered according to the will of your creator, and according to the will of God, and that he give you answers to questions that you did not have the wisdom to ask. The next thing I want to point out to you is use the name of God, whatever you call him. Some people can get good results in prayer just by speaking to God when you, without using his name. And if you've got that kind of relationship, I've got that kind of relationship. So religious folks can't stand me because God is my friend, and I talk to him like a father and like a friend. But for those of you that are new to this, God made a statement. He said, I am that I am. So when you use the name of God, just say, God, God the God that is I am, that I am, that's when God's name stops being memorialized and will become real to you. Because whatever you need God to be right now, that's what he's going to be to you. Next, what I want you to do is stop talking and visualize. See the manifestation of what you want. You've always heard this. Write it down. See the vision. Make it plain. You know, whatever a man sees, that's what he conceives. It it says beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So whatever will make your life beautiful, behold it and envision it and see it. For some of you. And quit thinking that means that woman's husband. Something wrong with you. How are we doing this moment right now? You picturing somebody else's husband, you nasty. Never mind. But the the thing is, visualize getting along with people that you don't get along with. Visualize things going in your favor. Visualize yourself receiving a blessing, receiving money, receiving a good health report. Visualize yourself, because you can't bring back people that have passed on. If God let them go, let these folks go. But love the people that he put around you since they've been gone. It may be somebody like, Just your business partner. It may be somebody that you didn't even know was cool, but now you found out, you know what, this person's all right. It may be somebody you just met. doesn't matter. God works in mysterious ways. The next two things, or should I say the next few things are simple. You will increase the power of your prayer by letting go of what you are concerned about. Because the more that if you keep worrying about something that you've asked God to deal with, does that sound like you really have faith in him? I mean, seriously. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God, and without faith, you will not receive anything you ask for. That's why it says, anything you ask in my name, come before me. Believing, hint, what did I tell you belief is? Belief is nothing but a reoccurring set of facts that you have accepted as your truth. So change what you have been accepting as your facts to things that are good. Next. And don't worry about writing this down. The show is archived, so right after I get off there, you can play it back. Be grateful. I am so grateful for the people that have come into my existence this year. Some of you, I'm grateful that you will be moving on. (laughs) But uh, for the most part, I am very grateful for those that are present right now. And I think you should try cultivating a bit of gratitude and open yourself up to receiving more of God's gifts. Gratitude is at the foundation and it is at the core of the law of increase. And I'll talk about that a couple of shows from now, but the law of increase is a divine law. If you thank God, not only for the answers you do receive, but for those things that you don't, or in my case, For unexpected answers, open yourself up to receiving more from him. You can express this at the end of your prayer, for example. As you adjust your prayer according to God's will, just say something, even if it's to yourself, I thank you, God, and accept that it's done now with the full power according to your will. Hmm. Isn't that something when you can be grateful for something that has not Happen yet but what does it tell you call those things that are not as though they are okay you can also express your gratitude throughout the day and send God thanks and this is what I was talking about that pray P-R-E-Y I do it you know I have learned when I'm driving I just stop and I enjoy that my air conditioner is working my air conditioner went out like for about a week and a half and in Texas that's like going to hell part time right And now I just love the air conditioning. I am so thank you, Jesus, for my air conditioning. And here's another thing. Don't be tripping if God doesn't answer your prayer right when you want it answered. He's going to answer it. God may be leading you in another direction that will be more beneficial to you. Have you thought about that while you're praying to get this fool back in your life? You know, oh, Lord, please send Tina back. Please send Tina back. Tina's a hoe. Let her go. Let her go. Tina's going to gonna send you a good woman. You ain't got to sell for Tina and Tyrone. Oh, and if your name happens to be Tina or Tyrone, I'm sorry. That was only an example. And if your name happens to be Tyrone or Tina, I hope, never mind. All right, prayer is two way So don't forget why you're doing this. Spend the first part of it listening. Next, here's what's up. Be prepared for results. Sometimes we pray and we get the answer, and it ain't exactly what you had in mind, but that's all good. <laughs> you know. And, and, again, you guys know I'm not into this religious stuff. So I hope that I'm helping you folks that don't go to church every Sunday because, to be honest, the devil is the only person I know that shows up at church every Sunday. You know, he's a uh, m- most – Decent people aren't going to be there every Sunday. They're going to go frequently, but not every Sunday. Satan, he will be there every Sunday. Um, And and here's the next thing: be specific in your prayers. The better God is able to you is able to answer you. As long as you're specific, you know, as long as you're living your life in harmony, and you're going to slip. You know, the first thing when I wrote Mark that letter, I said, "Dude." I need to apologize to you because I was feeling some kind of way. And just because I was feeling that way doesn't mean that I'm wrong, but it does. But there was a better way to approach the subject. You know what I'm saying? So be be specific when you ask the Lord for blessings and be specific about the things you need to fix. Because if you don't, they're not getting fixed, people, I'm going to tell you. I am going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you. Now, here's some stuff that I, you, you can open your eyes because some of y'all are about to go to sleep. Wake up. Wake up. I didn't tell you to go to sleep. I said close your eyes. Don't you hate that when you take someone to the movies with you or you go to church and then you look over there and they slobber? And that is so trifling. But here's, here's some signs that I want you to look for in yourself. And this will tell you that you're getting and keeping yourself aligned for manifestation. First, When you get out of bed in the morning, don't wake up saying, oh, Lord, it's morning. Say, oh, Lord, it's morning. Good. You know, get out of bed with an air of expectancy. When you get ready to go to bed, stop and say to yourself, you know, I'm going to get some rest right now, and I'm going to sleep well, and I'm going to dream some very good dreams. Have fun. Make it a point. If it ain't nothing but while you're sitting on the toilet, solitaire, while you're sitting on the toilet, play mahjong, do, you know, something, uh, angry birds. What the hell is an angry bird? Anyway, I I, I heard that's addictive. So uh, I know some people, If some of the folks that raised me, they'd be like, angry birds is from Satan. Angry birds is not from the devil, okay? But whatever you do, take the time and have some fun. And, Have this attitude that things are just going to work out well because God loves me. I know that sounds so simple, but it is, you know, it's really not that complicated. And find a way to love other people. There's some people that you probably take their love for you for granted. Stop doing that. That's real stupid. I'm going to be the first to tell you I've done that. I've had people like, uh, I'll even mention some names, Dr. Earl Allen, Deborah Smith. You know, I mean, some of these mentors of mine, that uh, T.D. Jakes, you know, Lawrence Robinson. I mean, I've had these people that just love me. Rudy Raz, just for no reason, they just love me. And they tell me when I'm right and wrong and what have you, and I just, I you know, I don't even call them like I should. If I just be honest, hell, I need to call each one of these people more instead of sending a text message and tell them, hey, you know what, I love you. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Now, I'm going to give, uh, you know, there's always a shortcut for <clears throat> some folk, because some people just, you know, everything I just got through talking about, they kind of like, what did they really say? And so for those of you that are uh rasco I'm not going to say it, I promise you. Those of you that are mentally challenged, to put it in a nice way, Here's some things you can do this week. Because this, I'm telling you, this is your week. You are going to have a fantastic week this week. First thing, whatever it is that you haven't done, go ahead and get organized. That for some, that may just mean making a few phone calls for others. It means calling people and telling them not yet. For others, you need to forgive some people. And you need to ask for their forgiveness. Remember, whoever you need to forgive, they probably need to forgive you too. Always remember that. Because if you need to forgive somebody, your butt is not perfect. And even if it's somebody that really hurts you, you know, you did something. Trust me. You know, you did something. So forgive them. Second thing, make your to-do list. Only three. I, here's, my, here's the way I do it. I do five things every day. I write down five things I want to accomplish every day, and, it, and my goal is to accomplish three out of the five. And I do. Now, let me give you the trick that—that's called the Doctor D way of being able to be a little throwed and still achieve all your goals, right? If you accomplish 3 significant things a day, at the end of a 30-day month, that's 90 things you will have achieved. At the end of the year, that's 1080 things. How in the Dickens can you accomplish 1080 things and not have changed your life? That's something to think about, isn't it? Here's number, here's number C. You know I got to bring that crazy woman up every week. So number C in case this is your first time listening to my show, I know that there's no number. See, I'm just kidding. But number three is quit wasting your time. Manage your time. That's the one thing in this life you won't get back. Take the time to manage your time, because that is truly a gift. You've heard this term: yesterday is history, tomorrow's a mystery, right now, this very moment is a gift that's why we call it the present that is so true right now you're as young as you will ever be again and right now you are older than you have ever been so use this time wisely and do something nice for somebody if you are sitting up and you've got paper in the words of my son if you got some stacks bless somebody if you know somebody needs some help Stop being so damn cheap. You can't take it with you, so if you got an extra $5, feed the homeless dude. I didn't say give him no money to take to the dope man. I said feed him, which will probably require that you interact with him, now, and that will probably require that you actually have to talk to him. I didn't say you have to hug him and smell like urine and, 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 and smoke, but you can be nice and talk to people because uh, I worked with a lot of homeless people through St. John's and the worst thing one of them told me one day about tears to my eyes, he said, when you're homeless, you become invisible. It's like people don't even want to see you. So if you don't have a bunch of money, you do have a bunch of love. And you do have a mouth that you probably are always flapping. So at least let some compassion that come out of it. You know, and try to do that every day for somebody. Bless somebody every day. For those of you that are sitting on mad paper and you got a million in the bank or a half million in the bank, and you see some little entrepreneur out here struggling, help them. Go help somebody. You know, hell, help me. But but if you don't help me, I'm just being funny. Yes, I'm not. If If you are, help me. I ain't lying. But the truth is, help somebody. Find somebody that you can help. And maybe you don't have money, so help them with encouragement. If you can't do anything else, and just tell them, you know what, you're going to make it. You're going to do okay. You're going to have good grades. It may be some kid at school who is coming home to a mama and a daddy that, you know, people think just because folks live in a nice house that everything's cool inside. The hell it ain't. No, that's not true. So you may be the only nice compliment this kid gets. And you're probably living in that good neighborhood, you know. But be nice to somebody. There may be some old person that your aunt, your uncle, maybe even your mama and dad. And if that's the case, you and I need to have a long talk. But if you have a parent that's an elderly person, do something nice for them. Send them some flowers. You know, my, before mother died, I had sent my mother so many flowers, Miss Robertson that lived across the street. I asked her would she like some vases. You know, I had a bunch of them and It was, you know, a few hundred vases from me sending my mother flowers all the time. I used to send my mother flowers just because. And I think that if you can't afford flowers go down there and get you to my Mexican. I can say this because I got some Mexican blood in me. You know, uh, we Mexicans, we we got hey, homes. I, I know a guy that's got that type thing, you know. so And don't be stealing nobody's plants. I just saw some crazy woman stealing people's plants off the porch. There's something, something real wrong with some people, I swear to Jesus. But go and give them a plant, something that will actually live more than a week. And if you're like me, If your family is only your kids and you don't have anybody your age that's around, everybody's dead, or you're like, like I said, you're like me, you're an adopted only child and you don't really have anybody, Um, go visit the nursing home. You'd be surprised how many people stick their parents and even their children in assisted living, uh, these care facilities, and they don't even go see them. That's somebody that would really appreciate you being present, okay? Here's the last thing. Make time to take a break and enjoy life. You know, I, I had an opportunity um, a couple of weeks ago to actually enjoy life. Something I hadn't done, my God, in years. And I went out to NASA and, you know, just went out to chemo went to Galveston. (laughs) This is funny. I got my doggone car stuck in the sand. (laughs) This is so jacked up. And I'm trying, we're we're trying to get the car out of the sand, right? And we call a record. The record's going to charge like 150 bucks to move the car. And I was just laughing. I'm like, Lord, I know that for you to let, I've been to this beach and drive on it and go pray all the time. And that was my intent that time too. And it's like I got stuck. And God was showing me something that I can share with you right now. These people drove by and said, are you stuck? And I laughed and said, yeah, I'm waiting on a record. They said, well, you sure? Now, that's another thing about my Mexican brothers and sisters, you know. The women got out the car and the gentlemen, And then this real cool, tall, skinny, hippie, white dude, you know, just... Just people, just God's, God's flowers is what I'll call it. And they all push my car so easily out of the sand. You know, and, and right now, you may be feeling like you're stuck in sand. But I'm here to tell you this week, just like I was stuck in sand in Galveston on that beach, God is going to send some people to push you out of the sand this week. But if that's going to happen, and when it's, I'm not even going to say if, When that happens, you can speed that up coming your way. If tonight you will spend an hour with God, cut off that doggone cell phone of yours, put that box of wine up, stop eating, and just cut everything off and be quiet. And try to do that. For the next seven days, and I promise you on Sunday, there's going to be something really miraculous that you're going to have to share. I want you to remember this. Everything that I share with you guys, I mean every every word of it. Half the time, I need the encouragement myself. I, I even had a dear, dear friend of mine tell me this last week. She said, you need to listen to your own show because, I, you know, being an entrepreneur is hard. It is stressful. You know, you guys, if you're following me on Facebook or following the press or whatever, um, you know, you look like last week I got inducted into Who's Who global not the american but the worldwide who's who inducted me and your tango added me as an expert i you know i was doing a red carpet with my boy uh uh i came quentin aaron that was in the movie the blind side and got to co-host this uh the thing with the jacksons michael jackson's brothers and yeah, impromptu co-hosting and all of this stuff. And I was on the phone with a meeting with Danny Glover uh, several times over the last couple of weeks. And, you know, God is just, you know, I'm doing all of this stuff with, see, America, my friends that are down in Australia, my friends that are listening and the Virgin Islands and then the Caribbean. I'm, I want you to hear me and hear me good right now. When I'm doing all of this stuff, half of you guys don't know that I'm sitting up depressed as hell, lonely, that I'm sitting there wondering how in the heck am I going to pay these bills that I'm looking at. You know, because when you're building a national brand, that's thousands of dollars that you need every week. That's not no, you know, it ain't no couple of hundred no more because when God calls you to do something, he's, and this is a sign you know God calls you to do it, you're not going to be able to afford it. He's going to humble your butt, but he will send you some help, and that's what I'm talking about this week. So I want you to know that you're listening to a guy, right? You know, the millions of you that are listening to my voice right now. You're listening to a man that uh is just like you. I spent a lot of nights, you know, this this scandal I didn't have a scandal, I'm lying. I called my mentor at CBS and said, that ain't no scandal, you got some crazy haters. <laughs> but You know, in 10 years of being in practice, I've never had one complaint, not one complaint. And then there was this real sweet person, uh, one of my clients wanted to just help some women, and she got kind of caught in the middle of this, this meltdown that was happening around me. But I had to realize, you know what, God is moving people out my path and inoculating me. So right now if some chaos is going on in your life, Be thankful for it. God ain't done nothing but just reveal who some folks were around you and got them out of your mix so they wouldn't be in the way when it was time for you to do your thing. Don't worry about who's hating on you and accusing you because I want you to know something. All of this, every single bit of it is working for your good. Mind you, I had to tell myself that over and over. I had some difficult days, America, Over the last four weeks, I mean, I really, you know, I I was pissed. You know, I had an anonymous complaint. (laughs) And after we investigated it, we found out the source of it, right? And it's people that I know. And I'm like, who in the hell would do something like this? You know, why would someone try to take a 10-year career with no blemishes and do some crap like this, you know? And, and the beauty of it now is that I have a firm that's managing my reputation online and what have you. But, you know, I would, what God showed me in the middle of my storm, he was showing me, he said, you know what, bro? You're going to need to be prepared for the stage that I'm taking you to. And, and Bishop Jakes, and I'm telling you this because you're getting ready to go to another level. If you're listening to this show right now, i you, I guarantee you that you are going to a place where it's gonna be so much bigger than anything you've ever seen. That's why you're listening to me right now, and God sent me through first so you could follow behind me and know to ignore all the crap that all the chaos and the haters and the people lying on you and People trying to, you know, that you thought were really in your corner, and you find out they were just along for the ride. And, you know, don't don't be upset. If anything, these are your witnesses. Don't be discouraged. If anything, God is pruning, and you know, pruning. If a tree could talk, the tree would be like, "Ouch! Ouch! Stop cutting me! Ouch!" You know what I mean? That that's got to hurt. You know what I mean? And it hurts you when God prunes you because when God prunes you, your husband dies. When God prunes you, your wife is sleeping with your brother. When God prunes you, you lose your job. When God prunes you, you get sick and you're off your feet. When God prunes you, you got more month left than you have money at the end of the month. I mean, when God prunes you, it is a pain in the butt. I'm here to tell you, be thankful for it. You know, I remember Major Stribling, a good friend of mine. This woman is so sweet; she is one of the sweetest people. You know, she, she you know, God sent her to just really inspire me when I, when I was giving up. I mean, seriously, yeah, I mean, seriously, man. Uh, you know, I got a dear friend, uh, you know, Michelle Davis. She, I mean, another angel. God sent these people with words of encouragement. Um, you know, I mean. I'm trying to think of uh, another person's name right now. It's just escaping me, and I am so embarrassed. But anyway, Cynthia, I can't think of your last name right now, but she has Word Under the Stars Ministries. If you have guys that ever in Houston, go check her out. She's a phenomenal person. Tanya is a phenomenal actress. I mean, she called me, well, I'm doing a short film. I want you to be in this short film. And just, you know, just all of these people are just so special. So in the midst of all of my mess that I thought was a mess, I didn't take the time to look around me and see all the beautiful people, all of the flowers, all of the people that were there to love on me, to support me, all of the people that didn't know me three months ago that stepped up and treated me better than people that I've known for years. And that's what's going to happen to you. People that didn't know you two or three months ago are going to come out of the blue. And right now, what I want you to do is I want you to pray for all the people that you're pissed at and forgive them. Then I want you to thank God for everything that he didn't do and all the prayers he didn't answer. And I want you to pray for me because, y'all, let me tell you something, you guys. Oh, one other thing, pre, pre, uh, please, I can't even get this out, please, <laughs> please pray for Pam Panak. Try to say that real fast, please pray for Pam Panak real fast, you can't, but that is my publicist. is her mother just went in hospice, and Pam, I love you, if you're listening, I want you to know I've been praying for your mother every day, and uh, I know what it's like to lose both my parents there. So I want, uh, if you guys would please pray for my, Pam, she's my right arm and she's a phenomenal person. Pray for her, please, please, and pray for her mom. Uh, anyway, so moving moving right along. I have a song that I think is just so befitting, and you guys, if you've heard my show, you've heard the song before. I have a dear friend, uh, Brian Courtney Wilson, Won a bunch of Dove awards. He's a phenomenal vocalist. But if you could meet this guy, Brian Courtney Wilson is also a phenomenal man. He's a he's a very decent decent and honorable man. But I'm gonna play this and instead of what we usually exit the show with, and I want you guys don't stop listening until you hear this song. And then the other thing, the Dr. Wendy Johnson show, I'll be on it at 9 o'clock. So those of you that are single or are going through some kind of stuff wondering why your old man is crazy or your woman is crazy or they're cheating or you cheating or whatever, you need to tune in to that show. I'll be on it at 9 o'clock. It's the Dr. Wendy Johnson show right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. So with that said, make sure you go to my website and register. Make sure you go to uh, the Facebook page and hit the like button on the d, Ivan. it's pronounced Yvonne, but it's spelled like I-V-A-N, Ivan young fan page. It's just d i v a n y u n g Go and hit that button. Uh, hit the follow button because I know my friend's page just stays maxed out. And I want you to know this before I play this song, I love you madly. I really do. Anyway, listen to this and I'll uh, be hollering at you guys Wednesday at noon. Have an awesome week. And this is your miracle week, but don't stop listening to the show. Listen to this song. It's gonna bless your life. God bless you. Play the song.
0: Hallelujah.
1: Have an awesome week.